What's up, Petty Squad? Today is Tuesday, and this is another episode of Allegedly News, hosted by who? Me, Tracy, where I keep you guys entertained and up to date on the latest and greatest current events, headline news, political tea, and a sprinkle of celebrity gossip. You guys, so it's Tuesday, it's fall. Y'all, it got so cold out of nowhere around here. So, um, tonight I've been drinking my little fall drink. Actually, it's 5 o'clock in the morning, and I'm recording this. But hey, who said I had to wait till 5 p.m. to start drinking? Am I right? <laughs> they didn't say 5 a.m. or 5 p.m. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway, let me tell y'all about my drink so y'all can make it. Okay, so I got some caramel apple cider, right? And then I got some cinnamon creamer. And I put it in there and mixed it up, and then I added some... What is it called? It's spicy fireball. So I got a little fireball in here and it just goes so well. And it's a lovely fall treat if you ever want to make it. And, you know, you can have it hot or cold. I love it. You should try it. Um, you guys, my cousin Aubrey, such a sweetheart. Shout out to Aubrey. She brought uh, me and my sister some little milk frother things. Um, and mine got broken, so I stole my sister's, and I've been using the hell out of it because there's nothing like a little sweet foam to make a bitch feel real, okay? <laughs> it's got a cold and a hot setting, but you know, before I say I stole it, I didn't steal it, steal it, you know, it's like a stealing light, you know, sister code. If you see it and you want it, take it when you get caught, you give it back. Um, it's been at my house, y'all since Christmas like she bought it for my sister for Christmas and my sister never got it and I told her it was here she don't even drink coffee what she need with it anyway am I right look at me justifying my negative actions hey sis Mm. yeah this is so good Mm. but anyway let's get into it because we got 30 minutes or less in this first story it's horrible and it's long I couldn't stop looking up stuff about it it was like, I don't, it, it's, it seems like some kind of a makings of an urban legend. Okay, it seems like if your kids misbehave or if they won't take their medicine, you tell them, I'm going to take you to the hospital and let Nurse Lucy have you. Anyway, and you might be asking yourself, who is Lucy? And why should the kids be afraid of her? You guys, let's get into the legendary lore of Lucy Legby. How's that for alliteration? All right. (laughs) I'm laughing now, but ain't nothing funny about this. Okay. So, um, yeah. So Lucy Legby is a fucking monster. Um, She is a nurse at, well, she was a nurse at Chester Hospital in England, okay? In Cheshire, England. Um, Now, she has been convicted of murdering seven infants and attempting to murder six others. Yeah. Um, And they say even more than that. Like, as we speak, they are police and detectives are going back through hospital records to see if she's responsible for even more deaths 
of infants. Okay, um, so Lucy let be normal looking, average looking white woman. And as far as I know from my research, she had a normal childhood. Um, she went to college. People in college say she was a little quirky, but she was pretty much normal. Um, and she had a normal life as far as we could tell. Now, um, I don't know what happened when she got into this NICU, but her favorite tactics were to overfeed the babies, like through the feeding tubes, um, or she would put oxygen in their blood and she would also use insulin to murder babies. Excuse me, you guys. <laughs> Fireball. <laughs> no, I can't be goofy. This is serious. Okay. So among the list of her victims, there was a set of twins. And then there was two babies out of a set of triplets. And she apparently, you know, like I said, murdered seven infants and attempted to kill 10 more. And this was all done between 2015 and 2016. For my research, she was asked, um, she would ask to be assigned to certain sick babies. Um, or if they moved her, she would ask to be reassigned to them. And if they told her no, she would get a little attitude about it. Um, she would hang around like in the room, like after the baby had passed or the baby was taking its last breath, she would be lingering around in the room, being awkward, just standing in the corner, looking at people. Um, and one nurse said she even, um, walked in while the baby was, you know, sick and screaming in pain. And she was just standing in the corner looking, saying, oh, that baby looks a little pale. Yeah, in some instances, she would even rush parents to say their goodbyes so they could give her the baby and she could go do whatever it is she was. I don't know what if she, what if she was doing some kind of satanic ritual or something. I don't know what she was doing with these babies. Um, now, she would also, after a baby died, she would spend time checking the parents' Facebook pages, like repeatedly multiple times she would go back and check their facebook pages she would also write them letters and send them cards with her condolences and uh one couple said she even said to them um while they were you know spending the last moments with their child she looked at them and she said oh i remember the first time i gave him a shower a bath not a shower babies don't take showers i'm like what now if you are like me at all you're wondering like how this hell whore was able to get away with killing so many little babies so apparently she worked in the NICU and these babies were already sick a lot of them were premature or they were born with certain issues so you know it was expected for them not to have an easy ride into this world now some babies would be making a full recovery they would be doing better and then she would get a hold of them and all of a sudden their health would dec decline the health would de deteriorate deteriorate Ooh, take a shot that's that uh fireball <laughs> their health would deteriorate <laughs> their health would go down <laughs> after they would left alone with her and so it even led to um one nurse or head nurse being suspicious and so she made a new rule that no patients were supposed to be um keeping the same baby two days in a row 
right um so yeah and there was a couple of doctors who raised concerns one of them uh, that was mentioned by name everybody wants to be redacted nobody wants their name associated with this woman in any way shape form or fashion but one doctor who gave his name it was rather Ooh, take a shot because I'm going to tear it up. Ravi Jerem. Jerem. Ooh, I can say this before I started drinking. J-A-R-A-M. J-A-R-A-M. Anyway, he was one of the lead doctors at the hospital. And he complained about her. And he was like, hey, I think we need to get her out of the NICU. Something isn't right. She's with these babies and they're fine. And then all of a sudden, you know, when nobody's around, the babies die like she was always the last one with them before they died or you know shortly uh before they died she was just clocking out or she was just leaving but the hospital ignored him other doctors and nurses were also suspicious and they complained and some of them were even forced to apologize to the girl um now eventually after complaining for a while she was moved from the NICU and I think she was doing like Ooh, let me put my phone on silent <laughs> Jesus see this is why I'm not a serious reporter because I can't do nothing without my phone buzzing but anyway like I was saying what was I saying I don't know she got put on paperwork okay so she wasn't working with the babies now police had investigated her several times but they would always say that it was a natural cause the baby was sick yada 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 now before she got there the death rate in that particular NICU was normal it it ranged right along with everybody else now after she got there the rate went through the roof and they're like hey this is weird and so finally she was arrested and she remained in custody in October of 2022 now she was found guilty in August of this year and the judge said she will spend the rest of her natural born life in prison and she has no chance of ever getting out now even though she was found guilty she still maintains her innocence she said she didn't do it when she was um, you know talking to police and being questioned she said she didn't do it there were over 300 witnesses in this case there was families there was nurses there were other people in the hospital now it was this one nurse that she was friends with that she used to like send messages to they would text back and forth and she would be like um oh the head nurse told me i need to take a break but i need to keep going because i can't get the thought of the baby out of my mind and the friend girl would be like no maybe you should take a break but you know she still wanted to keep on doing what she was doing now the creepy part is that even though she won't admit to it she wouldn't fess up to police um her diary she kept a diary and she would write the initials of her victims and then she would draw little pictures like little hearts and flowers little stickers and stuff like that and she would write stuff also like i'm evil and i want my life to go back to normal um she wrote i killed them on purpose because i'm not good enough she even has sticky notes like in the sticky notes read like apologies to some of the kids saying i'm sorry for what i did yada 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 now um like i said earlier they say this girl had a normal childhood but it doesn't seem like she had a normal childhood what it seems like is that maybe she was a little bit tiki tiki boom boom and nobody did anything to help her 
nobody got her the help she needed. Like I need to do, I've got so many questions. I want to go digging around in her life. I want to know what the fuck, Lucy, like, what were you doing? Like, what were you doing in high school? Were you burning ants with the magnifying glass? Were you like grabbing cats and puppies by the tail and slinging them around? But everybody says she was normal. I don't think so. Like, was she possessed? I low-key from some of the writings in her journal where she was saying, help me, I can't stop, I don't want to do this. I feel like she might have been possessed. Now, that's just me and my Southern Baptist mind, okay? (laughs) I'm like, did this girl ever mess with a Ouija board in her life? That's the question I have. Because you know they say you, you go messing with the Ouija boards and you'll open up a door and bring something up on you. Okay, now um, they did what was also interesting to me is that they had a handwriting expert named Adam Brand look at her journal. And so what he was saying from her journal, like the way she was writing, um, how she had repetitive loops. And then sometimes her words were slanted to the left and they might be slanted to the right. Basically, he said she is obsessive, moody, um, she has repressed anger, difficulty fitting in, signs of dishonesty. I think that's a shot because I almost choked on that one. Um, intrusive issues. She's got a bad temper. Temper. Take a shot. I messed that up too. She's cunning, cold, manipulative. <laughs> oh my God. Don't drink it, podcast people. But she's manipulative. Manipulative. <laughs> Take a shot. She's manipulative. <laughs> She's manipulative and defensive. Oh my gosh, y'all. That was such a dark story. <laughs> Excuse my unprofessionalism, you guys, but I was like, damn. How much y'all think that handwriting analysis guy make? That seemed like a really cool job to have. But anyway, moving forward, let's get off that dark stuff, okay? <sighs> Did I even start off the show right? I don't know. Anyway, moving forward. It's 5-12 and I haven't been asleep yet. Okay. Mm. Y'all, that is so good. Y'all got to get y'all some of that. Mm. Delicious. Okay, anyway. Speaking <laughs> of people who lost their jobs, y'all, let's talk about this guy named Ryan Smith. Okay. So Ryan Smith is 41 years old. He lives in Nebraska and he's a funeral worker, a mortuary worker. Ooh, I'm glad I said that right. Okay. So he was working for Mid-America First Call. This is a company that removes, transports, embalms, and cremates bodies, right? So what do you think he got fired? I bet you can't guess what he got caught doing. Y'all, it ain't what you think, okay? (laughs) He got caught screwing a dead man's doll. Yeah, he was uh, giving that doll the business. So apparently, he was sent on an appointment to pick up a body. Now, the man who died, he died from natural causes, okay? So while in the apartment, he spotted the man's life-size sex doll. And he was like, hmm, 
Um, <clears throat> and so the person he was working with did say that he kind of became obsessed with the doll, like he was talking about it or whatever. But later on that day, Orion Smith called the property manager and claimed that um, he was with the county sheriff's office and they were sending him back to the unit to collect the doll so it could be swabbed for the biopsy. The manager of the apartment complex was immediately like, ew, no. (laughs) So you know what Ryan did? He took his ass over there and he broke into the apartment. So the manager says that he came, he went to check the apartment out because he was investigating noises coming from inside the unit. And so I could just imagine myself being like an apartment manager and hearing that, you know, there's noises coming from a dead man's apartment i saw the body get taken away i know it's not in there but i'm hearing noises and you know what those noises sound like some people they make noises and everybody noises ain't the same you know some people's noises are weird anyway moving forward okay so the manager says he was going to investigate the noises coming from inside the unit and when he walked into the unit he saw ryan smith giving the doll an old poking stroke he was getting in and he was bumping and grinding that doll y'all and so of course (laughs) the manager left and so then when smith came out he allegedly came out with his clothes disheveled and he looked (laughs) he had the nerve to look at the manager and say that he would be back with the warrant for the doll of course the manager called the police now um ryan was arrested and charged with burglary criminal trespassing tampering with physical evidence and he was promptly fired from his job i said uh, how you gonna explain that will somebody ask you how you lost your job like i know you can't put them down as a reference <laughs> oh my gosh how is he gonna find a job could you imagine somebody come to work for you and then you pull up the background check and that's what you see that he <laughs> Hump the dead man's doll. <laughs> That's why he was fired. Oh my gosh. Now, in other freaky deaky news, let's talk about the 37 year old customs agent named Garrett Reinhardt, who was arrested for showing up to a park to get his nasty on. So, y'all, okay. <sighs> Garrett Reinhardt was uh, apparently he was communicating with an undercover police officer in East Point, Atlanta. Okay? No, uh, it's right outside Atlanta. East Point, Georgia. Whatever. So, according to the documents, him and the police officer was talking nasty back and forth to each other. You know what I'm saying? So, he sent the message one day that said, are you free to fuck me? <laughs> and so Reinhardt took his happy ass down to the park with condoms and loop and was immediately arrested. Okay. So can you imagine that first of all, what kind of person go get freaky to park in broad daylight? Okay. You're too old for that, sir. 
You're 37. You got, you're supposed to have hotel money. Or you're supposed to have your own place. Why are you getting freaky in a park? Okay? But anyway... <laughs> So he was arrested, and apparently he's a Customs and Border Protection agent. <laughs> and so, and he had been doing that job for 10 years, and he, he didn't get fired, though. He is just on administrative duties pending an investigation. Like, I feel like having to go back to work after that is, like, the embarrassment because his face was all on the news. It's almost worse than getting fired. I think I might prefer to get fired, but then I don't know. Now, apparently, this park has become a hot spot for internet freaks, okay? So, it's like a big issue, and the police say that dozens of people have been arrested, and majority of those people who come to the park to get freaky-deaky are professionals. So, the local news um, report that I saw, they said that basically, somehow, it's out there on a dating app a popular dating app that that park is a great place to meet up and go get down and the police officer said they have been getting down on the tables in the woods just all over the place they did arrested more than two dozen people for various sex acts in sykes park so parents are complaining they said they can't walk their dogs they can't let their kids go play at the park because they no telling what they would see like how horrible is that like sir go get a room ma'am go get a room i looked really hard and i could not find the name of anybody else that was arrested which i think is unfair <laughs> Because I want to know who else are these professionals that are getting arrested. And I also could not find what website it is. So in my mind, I'm thinking it's Tinder. Is it Grinder? Is it Ashley Madison? They probably got some new sex site out there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But y'all, in other news, I think this is all I got time for today. Ah, okay. <laughs> The Biden administration has made a deal with the migrants who were separated from their families under Trump. So apparently the Biden administration and more than 4,000 migrants, did I say immigrants? Is it immigrants or migrants? I don't know. 4,000 migrants who were separated from their family at the U.S.-Mexico border by the Trump administration back in 2017 and 2018. Remember, because that was a whole deal because they were separating them kids from their parents and they weren't really keeping track of who was going where. And so nobody people don't know where their kids are kids don't know where their parents are there was all types of atrocities done to those children while they were in the custody of the department of human services and so it's a whole thing they still in court about it they still trying to get their money right because they deserve some compensation okay but Anyway, focus. Okay. So, um, under Biden's deal, um, what was I saying? Uh, um, yeah, under the settlement, it would allow the families to live and work in the United States for three years while receiving housing, mental health, and legal assistance to apply for asylum. 
Now, the settlement also prohibits the federal government from separating any migrants crossing the border um, for eight years for merely violating immigration laws. Now, they also said that families could be separated only if the parents are considered a danger to the children or the public. Uh, I don't know. It seems like they're moving in the right direction, but we will see what Congress has to say about that. Because you know the Republicans in Congress, they don't want to give to anybody anything at all. They don't even want to give to the United States citizen, much less give to somebody else. And then, because you know, tracking down all those people and reuniting over three thousand families it ain't gonna be easy and it's showing the hell ain't gonna be cheap okay i'm just saying so we will see how they go the best of luck to those people the best of luck and if you stuck around this far let me tell you something motherfucker no <laughs> no i'm kidding i'm kidding all seriousness thank you so much for being with me Thank you so much for listening today. And if it's your first time here, welcome to the Petty Squad. I hope you come back. I hope you listen to another episode. You might actually like it here. We're friendly here in the Petty Squad. Join the Petty Squad. Tell a friend to like it, share it, subscribe, and all that good stuff. And um, to the 3% of my listeners that are in the UK, what's up, baby? Hello. Um, also, what else did I want to tell y'all? Oh my gosh, this is horrible. I'm not, I, mm, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna drink and do the podcast ever again. Cause if you rock with me back in the day, you remember I was always drinking and doing the podcast. Some of my best work. This is what I'm drunk. Am I drunk now? I think I'm more sleepy than drunk. Cause like I said, I've been up all day and I just took the drink. If I don't sound like an alcoholic right now, but I just had, I wanted a drink so I know I can go to sleep real quick because I got work to do. I got work in the morning. I got stuff I need to do. I got shit to do and you got shit to do. That's why this podcast is 30 minutes or less. Um, It was somebody I wanted to say hey to. I can't remember, but hey, person I wanted to say hey to. Oh gosh. Anyway. Let me go lay down because I feel great. I was cold. Now I'm warm. Life is great. <laughs> and as always, life is hard enough as it is. Don't go make it harder. Let me start that over. As always, life is hard enough as it is. Don't go making it harder by being an asshole. Be nice to somebody. And good morning, Kimberly. That's what I want to say hey to my cousin Kim. Good morning. And happy birthday, Jada. Ah, okay. I love you guys. <laughs> Bye.